Hello, and welcome to the Think Happy Podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Cuevas. I'm a lover of French Rose coffee, golden doodles, and pump-up music. I believe happiness is something we each create for ourselves and that you are in the driver's seat of your own life. Yep, you. Join me each week as we chat with guests about their personal happiness journeys and dive into practices that you can incorporate into your daily life to help you be, well, happier. Hello, and welcome back to the Think Happy Podcast. How is your week going, you guys? I just I just cannot believe how fast this year is already going by. Like, okay, let me tell you something. This episode is being recorded in mid-January, and it's going to be released the last week of January. So just the fact that like right now we're this deep into January truly just blows my mind. And maybe it's because I got COVID over the holidays and like time just felt weird then. I don't know. I don't know. But needless to say, I can't believe that it's practically already February. I feel like we can say that now, (laughs) but okay. So a little quick Ellie update for you. So again, at the time of this recording, she is not walking yet, but I would not be surprised if by the time this episode is released, she is walking. So I will keep you guys posted. I know that you are on the edge of your seat, just dying to hear when Ellie takes her first few solo steps. I mean, I know you're just waiting. <laughs> oh, I just love her so much, but you're not here to listen to me talk about how much I love Ellie. So I will move right along. Today's episode is going to be about a topic I know you are going to enjoy intuitive eating. But first, Before we dive in, I want to remind you that I'm currently accepting applications to start one-on-one life and wellness coaching with me in February. So let me ask you, do you want to live your life thriving, not just surviving? Do you want to feel accomplished at the end of your day? Do you want to enjoy downtime with your family and friends? Do you want to leave your phone in the other room and not feel like you've lost a limb? Do you want your life back and do you want it back on your terms? Let's get you back in the driver's seat of your life, guys. Think Happy's one-on-one coaching program will help you reclaim your life and teach you methods and practices you can continue incorporating into your life long after the program is completed. For all of the information and to apply for one of the spots, head to thinkhappyco.com backslash coaching, or just click on the link in my Instagram bio. And if you forget both of those, just send me a DM and I'll point you in the right direction. Okay, guys. So back to it intuitive eating. It is truly my pleasure to introduce you to Dr. Cindy Kimmy Tran. Dr. Cindy and I met last year through our business coach, Melissa Lynn, and just a little shout out to all the amazing women who have been part of our group. 
But it didn't take long for Dr. Cindy and I to start chatting it up in our DMs. And needless to say, we just really hit it off. And I knew that we needed to get her on the podcast. Dr. Cindy is a physical therapist. She's also an adjunct professor at Azua Pacific University's Doctor of Physical Therapy program. In addition, she's a certified nutrition coach. She loves all things movement and nutrition, which is why she created her nutrition and wellness business called Vertical Movement Wellness. She has a passion for helping women with food and body image issues live a life where they can enjoy food and life. Dr. Cindy, thank you so much for being here and welcome to the Think Happy podcast. Oh, Caitlin, thank you so much for having me. Like, honestly, when I first met you on our first call in FBA with um, Melissa Lynn, oh my gosh, I felt that instant connection because I love your energy and I just love what you're all about. So it's my honor to be here today. Thank you so much. I have a huge smile on my face. You're just the (laughs) sweetest. Uh, So let's dive in. Tell us just a little about you. Yeah. So as you know, I'm a physical therapist and I've been a physical therapist for the past seven years. Um, Wow. Like I love all things movement, all things health. And I think that rooted from my background as a kid, because I grew up as a competitive tennis player and I played my whole life until I played for college. I played division two Uh, tennis, women's tennis at the University of California, San Diego. And um, I feel like the time that I finished my my time playing tennis, because trust me, when I graduated college, I was like, I'm done. I played. (laughs) Yeah, like I played tennis since I was four until I was 22 competitively burning like two to four hours of calories every day, you know. So when I put down my rackets and um, stopped exercising that intense way, I started gaining weight. And, it, you know, Caitlin, it was a really dark time for me because yeah. I never understood what intuitive eating was. I didn't have a connection with my mind, my body or my soul. And I didn't know what to do. So just like everyone else, I went to doing diets, you know, Mm -hmm. I've tried every diet on this planet. And um, I think diets can have their place in in people's lives, like they can be a good thing. But I think a lot of the times, diets has us losing our connection to ourselves. So this is where I kind of started my journey of figuring out what it means to get connected with myself. And, um, you know, I'm a Christian, so I really do believe other than the mind and body, I believe the soul plays a huge role um, in healing, right? And also in our wellness. Uh, So I guess that's kind of where Vertical Movement Wellness was born. um, As I discovered in my journey, freedom from being a slave to diets and being a mm-hmm. slave of trying to look a certain way right. and finding who I was and connecting my mind, body, and soul. Gosh, I, I feel so good. And I, 
I'm happy. I guess that's why I'm on this podcast. I'm happy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so intuitive eating is something that is part of something that I teach at Vertical Movement Wellness, because I think it's so important to get connected with yourself. Yeah. So that's a little bit about me. I, well, first of all, I did not know that you were a tennis player. Mm-hmm. So cool. Um, I try to hide that part of my yeah. life. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to tell you um, a random like sports thing about me also that maybe actually probably the listeners don't know. Also, um, I grew up a water skier. Um, I skied competitively all through college. <laughs> I know, how random. Caitlin, (laughs) are we the same person? (laughs) Look at this. Look at this. Literally, we were meant to be friends. (laughs) It just blows my mind. And uh, thank you, God, for this connection, honestly. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I, it's just the beauty of the internet, which like does have a lot of good and bad aspects. Don't get me wrong. But I think that we are a testament to the good aspects meeting because I mean, we live across the country from each other. Mm -hmm. And here we are. It's so cool. The, The internet can be a really good thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but first, I have a question for you. Have you joined the Think Happy Patreon yet? If yes, thank you. If no, why the heck not? You are missing out. Being a Patreon member is only $5 a month and you get super fun benefits, including a monthly bonus episode and access to resources such as journal prompts, meal planning templates, goal setting sheets, all that fun stuff. 100% of Patreon income goes back into this podcast. So if you're enjoying the show, please consider joining. We we're going to dive back in straight in to intuitive eating. So the first thing that I want to ask you, I feel like I see and hear the term intuitive eating, just like starting to pop up more and more like Mm -hmm. on my Instagram and on my Pinterest. Can you tell us like exactly what it means and why it's so important? Yeah. So intuitive eating it's when the purpose is not about the like the weight losing weight or your body or the way that you look but the end result and the purpose is to get healthy by reconnecting with yourself and reconnecting with your body cues such as hunger cues fullness cues and having it be a, a more natural way so like not using like measuring cups Mm -hmm. and not having to depend on weighing yourself, but it's solely focused on getting healthy by just reconnecting with yourself. I can relate to that so much. Um, so I can get in like places in life where I just like let the number on the scale dictate just like my mood way too much way too much. And it's like, even when I feel like I'm in a good place and I step on the scale and it's something that I wasn't wanting to see, it -hmm. just puts me in a, in a funk, you know? And 
like I know that it shouldn't. So that's just another reason why I'm so excited for this conversation. I know I'm not the only one who feels like that, who's probably listening and like part of this community. So this is going to be so good. I feel like Caitlin, every woman out there can identify with what you just shared and like, including myself. Um, Definitely the scale has told lies to many, many women. Yeah. And it's so crazy. Like, especially, um, so since I'm wow, now 12 months postpartum, I I know, which is crazy to me. It's, I felt like there was this pressure that was 100% self-induced, right? So I like feel like a lot of times I hear about women saying they felt pressure just from like the outside world that they should bounce back. I feel like I created that pressure completely for myself. Mm -hmm. And like, I needed to be so much graceful, you know, like I nursed my baby for almost 12 months and like, I shouldn't be trying to be a certain weight on the scale. Like when my body is like supporting my babies, you know, like, I don't know. I know I'm getting on a huge rabbit trail. (laughs) Caitlin, you are teaching cycling classes. (laughs) I feel like you're on a really good track of of being healthy. (laughs) I think you're doing really good. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. You are just the best. (laughs) Um, okay. This, it's going to be really hard for me to keep us on track here because I am going to like, I just connect with this topic so much, but yeah, yeah, I'm going to bring us back in. Okay. So another question that I have, how is intuitive eating like, and you kind of already touched on this, but if we could go just a little bit deeper, how is it different from other diets or just like food related programs because I know that uh, like I've done a couple of whole 30s and whole 30 mm. is really big on like it's not a diet it's not a diet it's not a diet so how is intuitive eating different from things like that I feel like intuitive eating is a lifestyle and it is a habit and behavior you adapt to your life mm-hmm. so there's there's no time limit, I guess, or time frame of when you're quote unquote doing intuitive eating, like as a diet, you kind of like go on a 12 week diet plan or, um, nowadays like one week or two week (laughs) meal plans are popular. Right. Um, but I, I think the difference with intuitive eating is that you're changing your habits. Yeah. That's what I would say. And I mean, I'm not saying meal plans and diets are bad. I think there's a place for them. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do feel like adding intuitive eating in combination, it's a game changer for sure. And I kind of feel like that is what makes intuitive eating maybe more sustainable than Mm -hmm. like the fad diets, the, the juice cleanses, the, just the things like that. Yeah, because I mean, I I tried a, tr- a, a few juice cleanses myself in the past. And 
you can't do that your whole life. You get so tired and cleaning that dumb machine is so <laughs> annoying. <laughs> Girl, we have limits. And <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah, intuitive, you know what I would describe intuitive eating as? Let's I would it. describe it as freedom. Oh yeah. Yeah. As healing. That is so good. That is mm-hmm. so good because I feel like food is such a big part of my life and that so my husband Oakley loves cooking and like he's very very good at cooking and then on top of that we love going out to eat right it's like if we're going out to eat at a new restaurant and we had to make a reservation two weeks ahead of time or a month ahead of time whatever it might be we are looking forward to it that whole time leading up, right? Like food Mm. is such a big part of just how we live our life, um, specific to, to me and Oakley, um, that like doing those juice cleanses and like, that is just such a temporary thing for me. And it would never, ever be sustainable, but even more than that, it would take away from so much of just like my happiness, Solely right. because I love food. <laughs> right. You know, and, and that reminds me of something. One thing that I always tell all my clients, all my nutrition coaching clients, is that food is a gift yeah. and it's meant to be enjoyed. And it, I guess our world, we kind of start labeling foods, you know, like this is a good food and this mm-hmm. is a bad food. Yeah. And that's when you you stop enjoying food and yeah. Yeah. So that's why I think, I think intuitive eating is awesome because there's no such thing as bad foods. It's it's just about getting connected with yourself and listening to your cues so that you can enjoy all foods in the right moderation. It reminds me of, um, okay. So my first job right after graduating school, I was in marketing and corporate training at Chick-fil-A. And the founder of Chick-fil-A, his name is Truett Cathy. He has a quote that is in all Chick-fil-A restaurants. And it is, food is essential to life. Therefore, make it good. Mm, And I just, it's such a good one. I love that quote. I love that quote. I'm going to paint that over my, my bedroom wall. Yes, you should. <laughs> I'm just kidding. My husband would be so mad. You've heard me talk about the importance of exercise and how it's essential in taking care of yourself. I preach that the key to having healthy exercise habits is consistency and that one of the best ways to stay consistent is to mix up the types of exercise you do. My routine consists of bar and cycle classes at Moda Fitness and going on runs and walks in my neighborhood. Without a doubt, the classes at Motive are what I look forward to the most. The energy is contagious, the workouts are challenging, the instructors are knowledgeable, and I always leave feeling great. Motive offers a variety of classes, including bar, cycle, jump, yoga, and the newest class, circuit. At one studio, you can incorporate multiple methods. No more wasting your time going to and from studios that only offer yoga or only offer cycle. And guess what? I have a special offer for you. Use code THINKHAPPY, that's one word, for 10% off your next class package or membership package. 
This code is valid for the Memorial location in Houston. Go to MotiveFitness.com, that's M-O-T-I-V, for all class and membership package information and enter code THINKHAPPY at checkout. Okay, so one thing that you had brought up were just being in tune with our hunger cues. What does that mean? Like, how how can we be in tune with hunger cues? How do we utilize them? Yeah, um, so hunger cues are huge. And if you think about it, hunger cues is something we were born with. It's how we naturally eat, right? Because if yeah. I mean you you have Ellie, right? So mm-hmm. you you've watched her grown up. Have you ever seen Ellie like keep eating when she's full? Just because? Like, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She stops. Right? Yeah. She stops when she's not hungry anymore. And when she's hungry, I, I, I bet sometimes it's like an inconvenient time. So when she's hungry, she'll tell you. Yeah. Because yeah, because her body tells her right and the the thing that happens as we get older and especially living in the United States we're we're a very busy busy country and we have a mindset of working hard and until I don't know you could pollute right that yeah that means like success to us right now so what happens is we lose our connection to those hunger cues because we start listening to other cues such as our work time cues. So like we start associating meal times with um, 9 a.m. is breakfast, Mm. 12 or 12 p.m. is lunch and 6 p.m. is dinner. And it doesn't matter when you're actually hungry or not. You you follow the time, right? Yeah. And, And also like, it's a social cue. Like, like you said, food is kind of a part of celebrations. Yeah. I mean, have you ever been to like a barbecue and you weren't really hungry, but you You eat anyway, you eat anyway. Yeah. It's a barbecue. You'd be a weirdo if you didn't eat a barbecue. So like social cues. And also we start following our emotional cues where we don't realize it, but we eat because we're feeling stressed. So we're trying to cope with those feelings with food or we're feeling lonely or feeling depressed. And, you know, because of our disconnection with how we're feeling, we follow those cues instead of hunger cues. So the idea is going back to the basics Mm -hmm. and um, making it simple. So there's like this scale one to 10. Okay. Mm -hmm. So one is um, you are completely full. If someone held your favorite, food in front of you but what is your favorite food Caitlin oh gosh I have so many for the sake of this example (laughs) let's say like a hamburger and french fries okay let's say I held a hamburger and french fries in front of you and you're like I really don't want that right now you're at a one you're not hungry right and uh 10 is where you're starving to where like if I held dirt in front of you that was like laced with like little breadcrumbs you'd eat it because <laughs> you're like I'm so hungry I'm so I'll hungry. eat anything yeah that's a 10 um so the idea of following your hunger cues is that you eat when you're at a seven at a seven hunger mm. and you stop eating 
when you're actually at a two or three hunger. So you're actually not fully, I guess, I don't know, like not hungry, right? You're, mm-hmm. you're, you're I would say you're content at a two yeah. or three. Yeah. Um, this is also called 80% full. Um, so you're not feeling stuffed, but you're 80% full. Um, so the idea is throughout the day, you ask yourself these cues and you kind of see where you're at. And instead of following the cues, like social cues and time mm-hmm. cues and emotional cues, you follow your hunger cues, the, the tool you were born with. That is so, gosh, okay. I just have so many thoughts right now. There's so many things like that is so good because so the first thing I want to say is I actually when Ellie was about to be born and when she was right like when she was immediately born Oakley and I were taking a class like a newborn class and it talked about hunger cues in like newborns and infants and so you relating it to that like literally is such a good reminder that we are born with that like it is innate in us and at some point we lose those hunger cues like to the social cues Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which and it's free that's crazy (laughs) it's so crazy and I think especially like I get really caught up in my work day and even, I mean, like I'll work, 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 work. And then I'll look down and I'll realize, oh shoot, I only had coffee for breakfast. Like, (laughs) yeah, I didn't eat anything. And just like looping back and being like, okay, Caitlin, like, let's get back to me, like, let me pay attention to what my body is telling me right now, because it all goes back to like, your body is going to tell you everything it needs. You just have to be in tune to that. Right. So like, okay, I already skipped breakfast. I've only had coffee. What does my body need right now? Okay. Something very nutritious, something that has some healthy fats, something that has some healthy carbohydrates and some proteins and just, you know, cause I, Oh, gosh, Dr. Cindy, this is so good. <laughs> I'm smiling I'm so, so glad. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's hunger cues. I know that also mindful eating kind of like goes hand in hand with that as another key player. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Mindfulness is you know it's the it's all the craze right now it's oh yeah instagram there's so many apps for it but i think there's a reason why it's blowing up our social media and also there's a lot of science behind it actually and it's also blowing up in the medical field um to incorporate mindfulness with eating Mm -hmm. that's a whole nother like gold mine and the thing is let me ask you, have you ever found yourself working at a desk and you're so caught up in like a project that's due, right? It's lunchtime Mm -hmm. and you cannot take your lunch. You have your lunch at your desk while you're, you're doing your work. Mm -hmm. And do you even remember that you ate what, like what you were eating? 
while you're working? No, no, exactly. Exactly. And that's the whole idea of mindful eating. It's being present with your food. And I have this kind of like weird saying, um, but I, I like to call it dating your food. Yeah. So you're like, you're trying to get to know your food, I love right? That. Yeah. It's like, you know, when you first met your husband um, his, on your first date, he didn't ignore you. <laughs> he wasn't doing something else. Right? <laughs> he, he paid attention yeah. to you. Mm-hmm. Right. He, he learned about you, like what you looked like, what you wore, uh, what you liked. like, he, he learned about your characteristics. Right. Yeah. And it's the same thing, like with eating and being mindful with your food and dating your food, you're experiencing what it tastes like, all of the flavors you're experiencing, what it looks like you're experiencing, what it feels like the different textures mm-hmm. you're experiencing what it smells <clears throat> like hopefully you're not experiencing what it sounds like because that'd be weird then <laughs> but, but the idea is when you pay attention to your food and you actually enjoy it you'll find that you're going to be way more satisfied with eating less and the idea it's like I mean, I don't know if you've done this, but I've done this where I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to have a cookie. And while I'm eating my cookie, I'm like scrolling through Instagram. Mm-hmm. Before I know it, my cookie's gone. The cookie's gone. Yeah. Where, who took my cookie? Where did the cookie go? <laughs> Why are there crumbs? I need another. <laughs> yes. I need another and then another and another. And that hole that you have, that you, I mean, I guess that hole that caused you to eat in the first place, right? It's never filled because you never really enjoyed your food. So that's when mindless eating happens. But yeah, that's, that's mindful eating for you. Wow. So, okay. One thing that you said is like, when you pay attention to how it makes you or like how it feels, it also made me think of I feel like if we slow down and are super mindful about what we're eating, it will also help us realize how foods make us feel. Yes, absolutely. So good. And that's like the whole thing with the mind body connection, you know, getting connected with your mind and your emotions. So how does, how does the mind body connection work and play into intuitive eating? Yeah, so um, mind-body connection is another lifestyle habit that I teach in my program. So there's hunger cues, mindful eating, and then there's a mind-body connection. And the whole idea, well, it's it's two parts. So the mm-hmm. whole idea is you want to get connected with your mind. So that's part one. And then part two is you want to get connected with your body. Right. So part one, it's pretty much taking like literally five minutes, maybe not even five minutes, one minute of your day <laughs> where you are tapping into your, your brain and you, you ask yourself like, Dr. Cindy, how am I feeling? That's so weird calling myself that Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> how, how are you feeling today? What's going on in your mind? I bet you that most people don't do that. Most people are unaware of what 
they're feeling until it's too late, until it like blows up, right? Yeah. And the idea of checking in daily with your mind and labeling the emotions you're feeling is catching yourself like in the beginning stages of an mm-hmm. emotion so that you can address that emotional need you have before it's too late. And like, I know for me, I, I, <laughs> I mean, I love my husband so much. So mm-hmm. like, we, we really get along very well. He's like my best friend. Aww. But yes, there has been times we've been in pretty bad fights. Yes. And, uh, and sometimes it's my fault, but, <laughs> but mostly it's his. It's mostly his fault. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but those times, like when it has been my fault, it's when I do the little silent game yeah. and I try to ignore what I'm feeling. Yeah. Until it's too late. Like maybe a week gone by and you can tell my face is a little bit more sour. Mm-hmm. My um, feet tend to kind of drag a little bit more when I'm around him. And um, he might ask something very sweet, like, hey, hey, sweetie, what are we going to eat for dinner? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. What are you going to eat for dinner? And then <laughs> it just blows up. Yeah. So the idea with the mindful connections is so that and connecting it back to eating. It's so that you don't have those emotional breakdowns where you binge eat oh, yeah. or where you emotionally eat and not knowing why you're doing it, but you're just so deep in this intense emotion that you don't, you can't stop yourself. Yeah. Because you didn't check in with yourself. So that's connecting in with your mind. And then the second part is connecting in with your body. And With my background as a physical therapist and a certified strength and conditioning specialist, um, I think it's huge that we need to all learn how to connect with our body because there's a reason why, like, I think it's like 50% of Americans, they experience at some point in their life, chronic neck or back pain. Mm -hmm. That's a a high percentage. A lot. Half of us, right? Yeah. the reason for that high percentage is because we have become so disconnected with our bodies and how we're feeling before it's too late. Yeah. Before we're in so much pain and we had no idea how we got there. And that's the whole concept of checking in with your body daily doing, Mm -hmm. I call it the body scan. Yeah. Um, Doing a body scan to see how your body is feeling. So you can address those issues before it gets gets worse so yeah that's the whole idea of mind and body connection yeah can you can you walk us through a body scan yeah of course yes um I I think this is also so important with intuitive eating because a lot of the times um, I had a call a coaching call last Mm -hmm. week and one of my clients associated low back pain she realized when she had low back pain, she would think it'd be hunger and she would eat. And really? she yes. And she didn't realize that. And it was just such a huge breaking point and realization for her that oh, yeah. when she experienced, like when she gets stressed, she gets back pain. And then when she gets back pain, she, she gets that confused with hunger. Yeah. So um, I'm so glad to do this body scan. Let's go ahead and start this. And then maybe other people, the listeners here, you guys will find that maybe you yourself have some sort of, I, I, won't, I don't want to call it dysfunctional, but some sort of disconnection yeah. with your, yeah. your body and eating. Oh, I'm okay. excited for this. 
Yeah. Okay. So everyone get comfortable. Caitlin, get, get all comfy. Yes. Okay. I'm rolling my shoulders back, rolling my Mm -hmm. neck out. Okay. Yes. Yes. And um, you can even like turn the lights off if you want. You can turn on your little um, diffuser, get Mm. those like scents going on and um, just get comfortable wherever that is in your home. So once you get in that safe place, that comfortable place, go ahead and close your eyes and go ahead and take a deep breath in and breath out. So we're just resetting the body right now and deep breath in and out. So calming down that sympathetic nervous system and trying to trigger that parasympathetic nervous system, the the part that gets our muscles to calm down, gets our breathing to slow down, gets us comfy. And let's go ahead and start the body scan. So you're going to start at the top of your head and just kind of imagine like a scanner going across your body. So starting on the top of your head and slowly going down your face, past your eyes, your nose, your mouth. I want you to ask yourself as the scanning process is happening, how are my eyes feeling? How are my, how is my nose feeling? How is my mouth feeling? How, how's my head feeling? Oh, I have a headache. I didn't realize that. I guess I've been too busy or maybe, oh, my head feels great. I guess going on that walk really helped reduce my headache. You know, some, some sort of observation like that. Keep going down your neck. Observe how your neck feels, your shoulders, going down your arms, the elbows, to the hands, even your fingers. You might find that your fingers are actually tired, maybe from the mouse, and you didn't realize it, that you that you've been working long hours that's been affecting your hands. Now go ahead and go back to the shoulders and we're going to go down the torso now. Take a deep breath in and I want you to feel your rib cage expand and breath out. Scan down to your abdomen. How's your stomach feeling? Are you hungry? Are you full? Maybe bloated? Going down to the hips. How are your hips feeling? Are you feeling that cycling class? Or are you feeling those long hours you've been sitting? Or maybe you're feeling awesome because you went into the sauna. Going down to the thighs, the knees, down the lower legs, to the feet. And feel free to wiggle your feet if you just need to move it to get a better assessment. You're welcome to move during this body scan if you kind of need to figure out how you're feeling. And then take a deep breath in and out. So that's the first part of the body scan. It's it's identifying where in your body you have tension. And the second part- you do? Yes. Oh, perfect. It worked. It worked. And um, the, the next part, though, it might not be as relaxing because it it's, requires planning. <laughs> but um, part two is, you know, you figured out what you needed, right? Or, or you figured out what was going on in your body. Mm-hmm. And part two is figuring out now what you need. So it's actually 
coming up with a game plan. So it's like, oh, my neck is tight. Okay, I think I need to stretch. Mm -hmm. And that's the part that a lot of people don't do is actually coming up with a solution. Um, And then part three, the body scan is scheduling like a deadline for yourself that you actually yeah yeah coming up with that game plan but yeah that's the oh man thing about yourself so sorry the zoom cut out just a second so ask your question again oh okay yeah Um, sorry (laughs) just ask like did you feel anything or did you learn anything about yourself yes okay. okay so I learned, like, I was very tense. Oh, I can ask you it again. Sorry. I was asking you if that's what you wanted me to ask. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can totally ask that. <laughs> okay. um, so, Caitlin, while you did the body scan, did you discover anything about yourself and your body? Yeah, I noticed, like, I was super tense. And I didn't even realize I was tense. Like, as you were going like starting at the head and going all the way down as you were saying that <clears throat> excuse me i noticed that like i was physically relaxing like as you mentioned like each mm-hmm. part as we were going down wow. and which just leads me to think that i had been like tensed up before right right yeah. well also you did just teach a cycling class that's too. true that's true <laughs> <laughs> so how frequently Like, do you do a body scan or do you suggest that your clients do body scans? Every stinking day. I feel like doing it every day, making it a routine. It's the only way to make a habit. Yeah. uh, That connection with your mind and body. And um, literally it just takes one minute, like just dedicate one minute to the mind check-in one minute to the body Mm check-in. And if you do that every day, I promise you, you will save yourself from a lifetime of unaddressed pain in your body and unaddressed emotional needs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just like keeping you in tune with what's going on, like inside of you. And it makes me think that, you know, like the relationship that we have with ourselves should be no different than relationships that we have like with other people in our lives, right? So we've been talking about our husbands. We don't just go days and weeks and months on end without checking in with our husbands and seeing how they're doing. You know, we don't do that to our friends. So we shouldn't do that to ourselves, to our bodies, to our minds. I couldn't agree with you more. Absolutely. It's like you're also dating yourself right? yeah Befriending yourself so much dating I like it <laughs> <laughs> okay Dr. Cindy I have this has been first of all just such a great conversation thank you for being here with us just thank you thank you thank you um, my final question to you do you have a life or happiness hack that you find helpful that our listeners might want to adopt in their own lives? Yes, I do. I mean, I have a, I have a lot to, <laughs> that I would want to share, but the one that pops up in my mind is being honest with yourself. Oh, yeah. So honesty. I think that would be my, my life 
hack and my happy hack, because being honest with yourself of where your mind and your body is, is the best place to be so that you can actually help yourself and provide yourself, or I guess, address the needs Mm -hmm. that you have accurately. Yeah, so honesty. That's such a good one. And I think that also being honest with ourselves will help us like push ourselves in a, to a healthy point, but not go too far. And what I mean in, with that is, I mean, you brought up earlier in this episode how, especially in the United States, we live in this like go, go, go environment and we're not successful unless we're just like so exhausted and are working 24 hours a day and seven days a week. But, you know, if we're honest with ourselves and if we're staying in tune with our body and in tune with our mind, it allows us to actually like serve ourselves better and listen to like when our body is just tired, when our mind is just tired and just, man, that, it's, it's hard to be honest with yourself like that, but I think that it just is such a beneficial tip and hack. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think the next part is accepting that not being, uh, I guess, super successful, super busy, um, being jam-packed in your career, accepting that that's okay. Mm-hmm. And that what's actually more important, it, it's, I guess, caring for yourself, being yeah. honest with yourself and stopping when you need to stop. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just like, I mean, to your point, it just all goes back with being in tune and like being intentional and mindful in a healthy way and not just in a, oh, these are things that I see on Pinterest a lot. So I should do it. Just, just really, truly um encompassing that so oh man Dr. Cindy this conversation has just been so so great thank you for joining us I know that the listeners are going to be dying to connect with you so where can we find you where can we connect with you yeah and thank you so much for having me I love your space I love you and I love your listeners I haven't met them before but I already know I love them yes (laughs) you could find me um, on Instagram at vertical movement wellness and that's pretty much all my information there my website is there vertical movement wellness.com and then you can also connect with my YouTube vertical movement wellness (laughs) yeah (laughs) Awesome. Thank you. And you guys, I hope you have enjoyed this conversation as much as I have. I ask this of you each week, but I'm going to ask again, please share this podcast with someone in your life who would like it. Send it to a girlfriend, your sister, a neighbor, a work friend. Word of mouth is the best way to grow a podcast. And if you're enjoying the content, just think about how many others could benefit from it too. And bonus points. If you're really, really loving it, go and give it a rating and a review. Thank you in advance. I so, so appreciate it. And you guys, I will see you next week for another episode of the Think Happy podcast. And before I sign off, I do have a quick spoiler alert for you. 
my mom will be on the show next week to celebrate episode 20 with us. So get excited for that. And y'all just have a great rest of your day. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Dr. Cindy. Yeah, thank you. Bye, guys. Have a great day. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for joining me for this week's episode of the Think Happy Podcast. If you just can't get enough, find me on Instagram at thinkhappy underscore co, that's C-O, and online at thinkhappyco.com. See you next week. Mm -hmm.